Welcome to the official Guns Up Nation podcast, the premier voice for the fearless fans of Raiderland. Let's meet today's hosts. Hey, Red Raider Nation, you're listening to the official Guns Up Nation podcast dedicated to all Red Raider alumni, students, athletes, former athletes, coaches, fans, and even the haters. I'm your host and co-owner of Guns Up Nation, John Darden, alongside the founder, the guru, the main man himself, Mike Cole. Say what's up, Mike. What's up? Today's guest from Texas Tech men's basketball team is one that will inevitably become a household name. This is a guy that you are going to know as soon as the season begins. And and here at Guns Up Nation, we're excited to help all Red Raiders get to know this guy. He's out of Plano, Texas from John Paul II High School. He was ESPN's number 31 highest ranked player in the country. His journey took him from committing to Tech and then moving to Austin with Coach Beard to leaving that program and coming back home to Texas Tech. Uh, he looks to be one of Tech's leading men on the court this upcoming season. And uh, you, you'll you see very quickly the fire that this guy brings to the table. It's not fake. It is genuine. It is real. Red Raider Nation, welcome Jalen Tyson. <laughs> Jalen, what's up, man? What's up? How are you? Good, good. Welcome really to the good. show. Blessed to be here. How today. you feeling? Feeling great. Can't wait to um, reach out to all these Red Raider fans. Well, I, when when all of the Red Raider fans in Lubbock, DFW, Houston, all across all of the markets get to know this guy and get to know you, they're going to fall in love. Uh, first conversation Jalen and I ever had, I sat back. We we were at, um, oh gosh, coffee shop in, in Tech Terrace. I, why can't I not remember the name? Uh, sorry if that's you. I apologize. Why is this not coming to me? What's the coffee shop we went to? J&B. Lord go. have mercy. Thank you. <laughs> J&B. Literally 15 seconds in, it was like, okay, this guy's the truth. This guy's real. Um, your journey's been unique, man. Wild. Tell us about it. Um, it started back um, from probably maybe seventh grade. You know, um, I always loved the game of basketball. Even since I was a little kid, I, always, I grew up in the rec centers. Um, I grew up just playing in the wreck all day. And I remember there was days my dad used to tell me, you can't go to the wreck because, you know what I'm saying, you, you just gonna, you're just going to tear your body up, keep going, playing at the wreck every single day, all day. Like, I remember waking up 9 a.m., going till they closed, like 6, 8, 9 o'clock, playing all day. We'll go there, take a little lunch break, go to McDonald's, cross the street, go right back, <laughs> be back at it. Um, and then we go, then I got to middle school, and I was like, dang, I really, like, I really love this game of basketball. I wanted to try to work on my game, so I got a trainer. So I worked on my game. Um, they didn't. I thought I was good enough to be on the A team. They put me on the B team. My seventh grade year, eighth grade year, I thought I was even better. Put me on B team again. So I was always had something to prove. So going into my ninth grade year, I knew I had to bring something different to the table that was going to separate me from these kids that were on A team. Um, I went to my ninth grade year. I got put on B team again, and. <laughs> Then trying out for my freshman going into my sophomore year, I got cut. Um, I got cut from that team, and I transferred. <laughs> what the heck? I transferred schools from Allen to John Paul II, and ever since I transferred to JP2, I it opened so many doors for me. And it it wasn't it wasn't as sweet as as it I thought it was gonna be. Um, I got there my sophomore year. I had to prove everything. 
Um, he put me on JV. I showed him that I could be a varsity player. Um, I pr- proved it every single day going at the varsity dudes while I was on JV, having to go against the so-called best players. And then when I got up to varsity, I didn't play at all till we got to the playoff. Till we got to playoffs, um, our one of our best guards, my best friend Jerron Bradley on the football team, he fouled out, so I had to go and take his spot. And once I got in the game, I impacted the game immediately. Finished the game with 18 points, and from there, won the game, won us the game actually. Um, hit a layup for the game to go to the final four against Prestonwood. Once we got to Prestonwood, then my minutes started to spike, and I played a bunch of minutes that game. Had another 16 points and a couple, not too, not as many minutes as I was expecting, but you know what I'm saying. I did what I had to do with my minutes, and I had 16 points that game. We ended up losing. That was the most heartbreaking thing. And ever since that game right there, I remember my name just started to blow up. Ranking services starting to call me. D1 coaches starting to call me. Couple weeks after, I got my first offer to Oral Roberts. Crazy how I came from being cut my freshman year to my sophomore year not playing in that last two games. <laughs> then get a D1 offer, and everything opened up for me from there. Going into my junior year, I was in the gym like crazy. Like dudes, I don't think people thought my trainers thought I was crazy because I would be in the gym working out for six hours. That's just one workout. I leave there, go to another gym. Go to another gym, and it just started from morning to night, every single day. And my parents even thought I was crazy, but, <laughs> you know, um, I just love the game basketball and love being in the gym. And going into my junior year, I was – think I got from from uh, AAU, I got some recognition. I think I got – I cracked the top one, 150 going into that. And once I got to my junior year, started – Going off, I remember dropping 52 in a game, dropped a couple wow. 40 pieces. Um, I averaged 25 that year. Um, it was just a blessed, blessed year. That was one of my favorite teams ever. It kind of was compared to this last last year's team, just so super close. Everybody messed with everybody. Nobody was really about themselves, you know. Um, and we won a um, state championship that year, one of the greatest years of my life, off and on the court. Um, then after that, went to play AAU during COVID. Um, that was super different. Um, playing, play, I was playing at wrong side. Um, somebody that goes to Ole Miss right now, named Deshaun Ruffin, my point guard, and I played for Next Page Force. Love them dudes to death. That's family. Still talk to them to this day. And um, I remember just still doing what I do, kill the best, you know. Mm. And that's all. That's always I always just wanted to kill the best, show them that I'm 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 one of the best too. You're gonna have to put me in that conversation. And then when I got ranked, I kept jumping up the rankings, jumping up the rankings. I think I got to like 71. Then from the 71, I um I jumped to what was it, 31. And by the end of my senior year, I got up to 28 in the ESPN rankings. And I mean, God opened so much for me. I got to talk to, I was blessed to talk to a lot of college coaches, but, you know, nothing was, and I've had a different journey having to go make a little departure to come back to Lubbock, but ain't nothing like Texas Tech fans. And I knew I was, I, I was just, in my heart, I knew Texas Tech was a place for me, you know? Awesome. Man, uh, you answered so many questions already. Yeah. <laughs> like, what did I tell you? I tell you this guy is fire. Like, 
you ask one question and boom, the passion just oozes out. So you, you, you climb up the rankings, right? And, and you become a, a highly sought after recruit. Your number jumps and jumps and jumps and jumps and jumps and jumps. You start getting calls from Oral Roberts and, and I've got, let's see, I'm going to, I'm going to pull it up here. I've got your, your offer list, Oral Roberts, and then Tech offered you, right? Mm-hmm. Tech, TCU, tech. OU, OU, A&M, A&M yeah. Richmond, Richmond, SMU, mm-hmm. Houston, mm-hmm. Xavier, mm-hmm. and then Creighton. Yes, and there was a, there was a bunch of others off the record that I didn't really post. For sure. Because I, I knew I was committed to Tech. I'm not allowed to you, so. So that, that leads me to this question is, is why did you fall in love with Tech at first? Um, I remember coming on my first unofficial visit. I came for the Kentucky game. Ah, that was a good oh, yeah, one. That was a good one. That was I, I've because I've never I really never watched college basketball. Me as a person, I'm still to this day like I don't like watching basketball. I just like going and playing it. So I never watched college basketball. So that was one of my first ever um, college basketball games. And when I tell you, I could not hear my dad. My dad tried to talk to me, and I could not hear him. And I was like, Yeah, Dad, I want to play in that. Yes. I want to play in that. That's awesome. Yeah. And I asked him, like, is this like how, how it is at every school? He said, no, nah, bro. I, I'm old. He, he told me, I'm old. Like, I, I haven't been to something. I haven't seen nothing like this. And even when I was on my visits, official, unofficial visit, the fans were still showing me love. Like, I would walk up the stairs and they'd say, what's up? What's up? Come on. Rec room. Da, 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 like mm-hmm. that. And just fell in love from it from there. And then came to the Kansas game that same year. And it was the same way. Yeah, this is a spot for me for sure. It's just different, right? Super different. Um, I'm jumping way ahead here, way ahead. But the um, the game against UT here, have you ever experienced a crowd like that before? No, that that was one of the most hostile games. You know, I'm on the bench sitting there like, dang, I would love to play in something <laughs> like this, man. But I was just cheering on my teammates. You know, I have nothing but love for my Texas teammates. For sure. All of them are my brothers for life. But I was cheering on my teammates because I'm here at Texas Tech. And I'm so glad they got the win. Um, I'm so glad for, glad for Coach Adams. Um, I was just happy for everybody, to be honest with you. Did you have any sort of a relationship with Coach Adams when you were originally committed to Tech? Uh, was was Coach Beard the original point of contact for you coming here, or who else were you involved with uh-huh. originally? So I talked to Coach Beard. Beard was my main contact, but I also had a not a bit as big as a relationship with Coach Adams and Coach mm-hmm. Sutton, but I still had a relationship with them. So yeah, that I definitely had a relationship coming into this second recruiting process mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why did you decide to leave? Um, I decided to leave just because I'm a loyal guy. That's that's what I, my standards, you know what I'm saying? I'm loyal to people that show loyalty first. Um, Coach Urich, one of my favorite coaches of all time, and Coach Beard, of course. I still respect him to this day. Um, he, he he they were the first to believe in me. I mean, besides Oral Roberts, they were the first to offer me. So like for sure. You know, it was kinda like a no brainer that I was finna they showed they showed love in me first, so I'm gonna show love back and I was gonna follow them to the University of Texas. Your your experience in Austin, what was that like? Um, you know, like I said before, those are my brothers for life, you know. They taught me so much. Um the older guys took me under their wing 
and showed me different things about just about life and college basketball. And really, like, it, I met so many, so many people there. And I have love for every single one of them. I met one of my closest friends, um, Devin Askew, one of my closest, one of my closest friends on the team. Still talk to him to this day. And you know, I mean, it didn't, it wasn't a, the best fit for me. But you know, what I'm saying I'm still supporting them wherever they go in life. And yeah. And and uh, Red Raider Nation, I think you're seeing the heart behind the man, Jalen Tyson, and his response to that question because everybody wants to know the dirt, right? Like. Everybody wants to, to, to try to make this controversial and and um, his response, I think, shows Lubbock and Texas Tech fans and Red Raider Nation the man that we've got uh, that's going to step up and lead the way next year. So I appreciate that response. What what ultimately led you back to Texas Tech? Um, to be honest with you, when I decided into the transfer portal, I mean, I was I was seeing what what other opportunities I had, but I was I was set on coming back to Texas Tech. You know, I mean, outside like I said, loyalty. I had loyalty to the coach. I mean, that wasn't the best fit for me, right? So I had to do what's best for me, and I knew that Texas Tech still had loyalty towards me. As soon as I hit the portal, first call, Texas Tech. You know, that shows a lot. I I left them. I left them. I, I, I'm not ashamed of it, you know. I left them, and they had every opportunity to leave me out of it, you know. But they still came back. That shows loyalty to me. For sure. I'm going to show that loyalty back. Text Tech, Mark Adams. I came on my visit. You could just tell how close they were and genuine they, everybody on the team was. And, like, it felt like even when I first arrived at in Text Tech, my first week, I start feel like I've been here the whole year. Mm-hmm. Like I've never experienced nothing like that because you know, like pe- sometimes you gotta figure people out. It wasn't nobody had motives. Nobody they were just there to support you. Man, that that seems to be the recurring theme with this 2021-22 team. Is is it? It was all love and real, right? So you never felt any animosity coming back. The only. No, I I had I did not have any animosity coming back. Um, everybody open uh, had opened up with um, open arms, and just accepted me back in. You know, and that meant the world to me and my family. All right, uh, Jalen, what what do you feel like the differences are in the programs from your perspective? The two programs. Um, differences in the programs is is definitely more love, more family based. Yeah. Um, I feel like Texas Tech, even Lubbock, is a family. Everywhere I go, they're showing love. You know, I'm going to always show love back. That's never yeah. going to be a question. But, you know, just just the family base, um, how supportive everybody is. Um, it's just, it's almost, it's completely different. Like, it's a different vibe in general. It's just, you can't explain it. Like, it's it's almost yeah. unexplanatory. Like, it's just a family. Like, yeah. even when my parents come down here, like, they are getting love. Like, that means the world to me because... My people, my family, that's that's everything I do this for, you know. Right. That's why I want to make so much money so my mom and my dad don't have to work. And my little brother, whenever he gets to the league, he don't have, he can if he needs some money, he can call me, you know. So I just feel like if you if you open me open up with me and my family, I I'll forever have love for you. Yeah. Cool. Uh go back to your junior and senior years of high school. Uh you were highly touted. Uh what was that like? Uh, and who else were you seriously considering? Um, 
to be honest with you, I was as soon as they offered me first time, I knew I was coming yeah. to Texas Tech. Um, just because I've never like I'm a loyal guy, you know. You 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 didn't have to you didn't wait on nobody to offer me. You offered me off of what you thought, yeah. and that meant the world to me. So um, was that first point of contact, which mm-hmm. meant so much. First, yeah, for sure. That first offer. I mean, that's with any recruit. I can speak up for that. Yeah. That first offer it means the world. Means a whole lot. Yeah, because they're taking a chance on you. If that makes sense. Yeah. And um, me getting highly highly um, ranked and all that, you know, it was in the back of my mind for sure. But I still had that underdog mentality because mm-hmm. I knew where I came from. Right. Um, you know, I, I love the ranking. The ranking meant the world to me. I feel like everybody wants to be ranked. And I, I know a thousand other kids would love to be in my position. But the rankings don't really mean none to me because in my heart, I know I'm top 10, top five. Even if if not number one, that's how that's my mentality, you yeah. know. So you can rank me however you want, but it's still not going to change my mentality. Right. Oh, good answer. Red Raider Nation, <laughs> get freaking ready. Get ready for this guy on the court. It it is going to be exciting. So you kind of it's so good because it's like you know where we're going with uh-huh. our questions. <laughs> so your your journey, and I'm going to con- kind of contrast you to some of the guys on the team this mm-hmm. past year. Uh, Adonis, Davion, some of those guys, they had a completely different journey than you, right? Mm-hmm. They were not they were not touted at all. Mm-hmm. They didn't they didn't get recruited out of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my gosh, what Adonis was like five eleven mm-hmm. as a freshman in in, yeah. in college or something, mm-hmm. and then he he became a man. So they have a different journey than mm-hmm. you, right? But but that part of their journey gave them a chip on their shoulder. Like even Bryson coming out of high school was not somebody who mm-hmm. who was looked at and look at the beast that he is. Mm-hmm. And and so they talk a lot about how that chip on their shoulder push, pushes them every day. Mm-hmm. It, that's the drive that, that got them where they are. What, you've touched on this already a little bit, but what is the drive that pushes you to have this fire that you obviously have? Um, really just some early mornings that you don't want to wake up, you know? I think about my mom. I've never heard my mom complain about getting up. She works two jobs. One of the hardest working people I, I've been around. And that's really where I get my work ethic from. Even my dad, like, he never complains waking up early. They never complain waking up in the morning, making sure that me and my little brother have everything that we ever wanted in life. And you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I was raised. I was raised... They made sure I, we had everything we wanted, and I want to give that back to them. I, I, I feel like to myself, I owe that to them, and not that I owe that to my family when I have kids and when I have a, when I have a wife. So them mornings, when I think about that, I think about what would your mom do? What would your dad do? I get up almost automatically, and that's, that's really how, how I think. Like, my family, I'm, I'm make sure they're straight, and I tell my mom that all the time. Like, you're not going to be working too too much longer. Mm-hmm. I want you to know that. That's deep. Instilled those values in it. Mm-hmm. That's a powerful why. You uh, you and I at JMB, we talked a little bit about your brother. Mm-hmm. So you took a visit to Colorado too, mm-hmm. um, and and that's where your brother is headed. Mm-hmm. Is that is that right? Tell us mm-hmm. about your brother. What's he up to? Um, my little brother. Um, that's my best friend. Um, when we was little kids, I remember my dad telling us we used to fight every day. Every single day, maybe three times a day. Um, I remember my dad telling me, once you get mature and old enough, you're going to understand that y'all going to be best friends. And that's one of the hardest things about being in college, not being around my little brother. That's my, like, I'm telling you, that's my best friend. Like, I would do anything and everything for him. 
if he ever needed anything, he knew he could call me. And we talk every single day, probably like maybe four times a day. Um, but he, by far, athletic ability-wise, he's the most athletic in the family. Um, I want him to be big, better than me, you know. Um, and I that says a lot because I'm trying to go places that a lot of people have not touched. Mm-hmm. And I want him to be better than that. And I have, um, I believe in him so much. Um, a lot of people are starting to wake up to him. He was under-recruited. Um, Colorado knows they got a steal out of him, and he's going to be a freshman star for Colorado, and I be- truly believe that. And his sport is? His sport is football. He plays football. And he's one of the most – I've watched football my whole life. I When I was little, I used to play it. My best friend is a football player. Yeah. He's one of the most talented football players I've ever seen. Um, not, not biased against it, like – I'm hard. I'm one of the hardest dudes on him because I want him to develop that work ethic that I have. Um, but he's he's one of the most talented dudes I've ever been around, non-sport wise. Just like he just does some crazy stuff. Like he comes and plays basketball with me, and he's between the leg dunking <laughs> at six two. You don't see that often coming right. from a football player. Right. So you know, I just want him to keep believing in himself and keep going and keeping God in his within his journey. So in in the response you just made, Jalen, you you bring, you mentioned God, mm-hmm. and and faith is something you and I've talked about in the past. If you're willing to tell us tell us more about how f- uh, your faith has impacted you in your journey, um, for sure, yeah. So when I was younger, I grew up in churches, um, always. Um, really, I learned so much from church, and my parents have taught me when they raised me. They raised me a certain way to treat people with respect and kindness and never judge a book by its cover. All them, all the morals that I have in store to me now. Um, so I, I live throughout God, you know, I live my life knowing that he's right there and that I don't want to disappoint him. So if I see somebody like a homeless person struggling with some money and I have some extra cash, I'm always going to give him money. Like I, the money don't mean nothing to me. Um, if I see, if I see somebody having a bad day, I'm not scared to, to go up to them and make comfort them, you know. Um, I just, I don't want to be, I don't, I try to be nice, to, as nice as possible as, to everybody as possible, even my enemies, you know, um, even the people that are on my bad side almost. I, I still try to be there for them because, and I want them to know that I'm there for them because I know I'm trying to live my life through God. I don't necessarily read the Bible as much. I don't do I don't like do as much scripture wise, but I try to live my life through it. And he's taken me so long. He's given he's given me abilities not only to speak, to speak my truth, to play basketball and to inspire the youth. And that's I feel like basketball is just one calling in my life. I feel like inspiring others is another calling in my life. And um, that's that's the one I'm really hoping not only take care of my family but give back to the youth. So me having God in my life is everything because I wouldn't be here at Texas Tech right now without God. And I know that in the back of my mind every day. Mm-hmm. He could take this away from me like that. You know, um, so I just, you know, I just want to be humbled every day I wake up no matter what ranking I am or what draft pick I am I'm always going to be that same Jalen Tyson that everybody loves that's mm. that's what I that's what I want to stick to well said okay Jalen let's let's uh let's switch gears here a little bit 
let's talk about you as the basketball player. What what kind of player on the court are you? Um, I'm a player that's willing to do whatever coach wants me to do. I just want to win at the end of the day. You know, individual accolades and all that, it, it's cool, but I I value more team accolades than individual accolades. I understand that the individual accolades are going to come and all the publicity around it, but I want to make sure my teammates around me are getting the same acknowledgement because everybody puts on their shoes the same way. Everybody goes to practice every single day and busts their tail. You know, nothing makes me better than anybody else. Um, but I just want to just be there for my teammates, you know, help them be better. So one of my goals is to make everybody around me better. That's going to make me better. Um, so really, like, you know, that's the type of person I am. Like, I care about more people more than I do myself almost. I'm going to push you a little bit here. I want to hear you tell me, though, when the ball's in your hand on offense, what do you got? What, what Can you pull up from three? I know the answers to these questions, but I want you to tell Lubbock. I want you to tell Red Red Nish. You pull up from three. You take it to the hole. Like, what, do you, what, what are your strengths uh-huh. on offense? Um, really, my strengths, scoring the basketball, putting it in the hole. You know, I have extreme confidence in myself and placed in me by God. You know, I, I'm not scared to take the big shot. I'm letting you know now. If the ball, if I get the ball five seconds left, we down two, I'm going to hit the three. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to miss it. I might not make every shot, but that last shot, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to hit it. And I, know, I just know who I am. I put in too much work. You know, I, I, I know it's going to go in. That's what I, I had that in my mind every single time. Every shot I take, every layup I take, I just know it's going to go in. Mm. That sounds nice. <laughs> Good confidence. That sounds nice. That uh, there's there's uh, some throwback to to little MJ there. Yeah. In my opinion, um, it's no. I, not to make a controversial take here, but there's no LeBron James. I, I'm going to pass the last shot up. It's right. Um, I, want the, I want the last shot. I'm going to disagree with that one. LeBron. Oh, there, <laughs> we there we go. I knew. It. I knew. It. I knew. It. I knew it. It's okay, Jalen. You need to watch the last standing. You'll see the Let's real best basketball player. Uh, what about defense? Defen- defensive side of the ball. Um, defensively, that's one of one of my weaknesses. But coming with Coach Adams, I knew that I was gonna. He was gonna help me become a defensive player, a two way player. You know, I've always been expected to score the ball, and you know, I feel like if I become a two way player, it's just gonna up my stock. You can score the ball and you can guard. There's, what is thing? Like what, what? What can you not do? That literally is is the next question, or, or what are the things that you're working to get mm-hmm. better at right now? Um, for sure, I'm working on everything. Almost, I'm trying to polish on my game. I need to get my left hand even stronger, um, where I could go both ways the same way. Get my left hand like my right hand. That's one of the main goals. Finishing with all kinds of angles, playing through as much contact as possible. Working on my point guard game, post game, every part of my game, and then also improving on the defense end, and then my IQ also. So watching a bunch of film. I, I, I'm, again, I'm going off script here, but but to take it back to to AAU ball, um, what team were you on? I was on Next Page Force. Was that a Nike team? It was a um, Adidas team. An Adidas team did because I wanna I wanna compare this to what Davion said yesterday. Yeah. Did the fact that under, Texan Under Armour School have any bearing on your decision whatsoever? Um, to be honest with you, um, the the shoe circuit doesn't mean nothing to me, but I would tell you this. Coming from a Nike school, Under Armour could compete with Nike. I love Under Armour. Um, I have no complaints about Under Armour. 
You know, I love their shoes, and I just love the new flavors that they come out with. Cause mm-hmm. you're gonna see on the court this year. Like I like to come. You won't see me wear the same shoe probably. Yeah. Twice. You, like I'm, I'm trying to come with some some heat. To how many how many shoes you got in your closet? I you probably got a couple hundred. Yeah, we gotta see, we gotta get a picture of this someday. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna tweet this out. We're gonna yeah, yeah. we're gonna tweet out a Jalen uh, a shoe closet. Is it a full pick. closet? Yeah. Like, I, so I got some here and there's some at home. Yeah. I probably got maybe a hundred here. Yeah. And the rest are at home. But I I got a bunch of basketball shoes. I love Jordans, Nike. Yeah. I love everything. To be honest with you, Adidas, Pumas. Yeah. Don't matter what brand it is. As long as you dig the, the style of yeah, it. Yeah. As long as as long as I like it, I'll put it on my feet. You know. Yeah. Well, I asked the question because, uh, and, and I had this conversation at lunch today uh, about the AAU teams pairing up with Nike or Adidas or Under Armour, whoever, and and how that affects recruiting. Mm-hmm. Does that affect recruiting? Uh, I would say no. Okay. The college coaches are going to find you if you can play, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if God wants you to be a high major division one player, he's going to make sure you get there. It might not be the path that you want, and I, I've learned that. Because trying to get into the pros, I I I was ex- I was trying to become one of those dudes that can go one and done, you know. And obviously, God God didn't want that for me, but I I just stick to the path, you know, stick to what He got for me, and I know it's gonna be there. So same thing with shoot circuits. You could be I was on independent teams, like I played on a I played on Next Page Force for maybe a couple weeks, but most of my ranking come, came from being on the independent team. Mm. Um, I want to give a shout out to my independent team coach, Trey Givens. Like, that's like another, another like father figure to me almost. More like my mentor, my, my everything to me. I was with you, like he was there from the jump. You know, um, he'll be at a bunch of games. I want everybody to get to know him. I'll make sure everybody knows him. But yeah, it, it don't matter what circuit you play for. I played for independent teams my whole life and I me personally I like to be on the independent team playing against the shoe circuit and giving them 30 40 <laughs> that, that that's what makes me happy being on the being on a shoe circuit team and giving the independent teams 30 don't doesn't make me excited giving that top 10 player top 15 player yeah that's what makes me go home like yeah yeah I just did that <laughs> there's yeah. that fire yep. that we're talking about yeah. so so w- this year what what can tech fans expect from you this year? Um, I'm a I'm not I'm not gonna promise that I'm gonna hit every shot. You know, um, I can promise you this: I'm gonna try and play as hard as I can. I'm gonna be there for my teammates, even when I'm playing the worst. I'm always gonna be in the gym, and really, I'm just you can expect us to win games because I have that much confidence in this coaching staff, from Coach Adams all the way down to the managers. Every single one of them. Work their tail off, and you know that's that's what you can expect from us. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna try to be as consistent as possible. Like I said, I'm not gonna hit every shot, but you know, I'm always gonna be there. You know, I'm always gonna keep shooting the next one, keep patting, making the next extra pass, play the game the right way. Do you do you feel pressure? Um, do I feel pressure? I feel a pressure to a, st- a certain extent, so I turn that pressure into confidence. Mm. It's it's a it's a privilege to have pressure. That's what I've always heard. That's good. It's a privilege to have pressure. That's good. If you don't have no pressure, then what are you playing? Right. What are you playing for it, you know. Um, that with that pressure, I take it. Put, once I get on that court, I might feel a little bit pressure before the game. Once I get on that court, hit that first shot. Sky's the limit. 
you know. Um, that pressure goes away, and that turns into confidence. Once my confidence gets going, who knows what could happen. Game you know? over. Yeah. Game over. Who knows what could happen. Uh, Jalen, we keep hearing about some big-time transfer portal guys potentially coming in. Um, do you know anything we should know? Um, I can't go too deep into it. Dang but, it! <laughs> we tried. We tried. <laughs> but but I would say you can expect this team to compete with what this last year's team did. You can. We're going to try to do what they did and plus more. Yeah. Go for a little bit farther. Do a little bit more, so I can't say too much on yeah, that one. I but you know we're gonna have dudes that can right. that are ready to suit up and play. Yeah, I know? don't think any of the fan base doubts that at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. Um, so, but the question is, he does know things we don't know. Of course, <laughs> he just can't tell us. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, so, kind of answered this a little bit, but what are your expectations for this twenty two twenty three team? Um, nothing but winning that championship. Yeah. Um, when I when I committed the first time. I, I posted something on Twitter. We're going to win the Lubbock and Nash Championship, and I won't stop until I get reach that goal. My teammates won't stop until we reach that goal because we have so much high expectations at Texas State University. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say this is a basketball school, but it kind of is a basketball school, yeah. and we have high expectations on us every day. Mm-hmm. So we keep, we keep expanding on it and keep God, keep working. Sky's the limit for Texas Tech, you know? Yeah. To bring home a national championship to Lubbock would mean the world to me. It mean almost as much to me as getting drafted and being in the green room. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel like that's the program's ultimate goal at this point going forward, you know, is mm-hmm. national championship. So y'all, really. are t- y'all are talking about that already? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You start, I remember Darby, our strength coach, he said it starts today. Don't start when, the, when everybody get here. We got six players right now. It starts today. We're setting the foundation. Good foundation, keep building up. That's what we're trying to do. We're like, yeah. ain't nothing. We're not here to just make it to the Sweet Sixteen. We're here to win it. Yeah. Yep. Point yep. blank. Period. You know. Mm-hmm. Have you uh, have you have you had any time to connect with any of the new uh, incoming freshmen, Pop or uh-huh. or Robert Jennings, Lamar Washington, or even even Demarion Williams? Mm-hmm. Um. So I have I've been connected with the freshmen, <laughs> with Demarion coming in. Um, I haven't really talked to him as much. I welcomed him to the Take Take family, and we open we're open with open arms again. Um, can't wait to get him on campus, and even the freshmen. But they they're gonna have high expectations on them too. As soon as they come in, I'm not gonna be that that older dude that's gonna try to take them off or make them lose their confidence. But I'm definitely gonna push them, and I want them to know that 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 it's all out of love because I want them to be their best. I want I want everybody to be at their best, you know, and get the most out of this opportunity that's in front of them because not too many people get to get that opportunity. So I just want them to know when, once the first day they get on campus, like, this is the opportunity. I'm going to help try to help as much as I can push you towards that goal that you have in mind. Playing as a freshman is extremely hard, and I want them to reach that goal. You know, I'm supportive of it, whether that has – Take away a couple of my minutes. I'm cool with that because I want to see everybody succeed in life. I want to see everybody reach their goals and dreams. I want to see everybody's parents in the stands crying, happy, just, dang, look how far we done came. That, make, that makes my day, ultimately. Mm. You, you said the team's going bowling tonight. Uh-huh. 
y'all y'all hanging out a lot the the, the crew that's still here mm-hmm. so um yes we we try to hang out everything we do even the coaches have us do we try to do together and even off off the court without them having to tell us like we just always vibe together like that those are our guys we're family at the end of the day it's only us you know mm-hmm. um whether you have a bad day or something like that everybody know that they come to each other for for comfort and that's that's how you build a good foundation. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like they recruit in certain personalities that will be able to form those families oh, like for, that? For sure. Or, okay. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You 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 gotta be able to. You can't be a locker room case, a head case, right, and nothing right. like that. You gotta because you don't want to take away from what the potential of the team could be. So, right. That chemistry and so the, the coach staff is great on finding guys with great character. Yeah. Um. Like example for example this last year's team. Mm-hmm. Everybody had great character. Nobody complained. Right. There was some complaints, but nobody complained about anybody else. Mm-hmm. Shine. Everybody celebrated. Everybody shine. Whether it was somebody having a good game or somebody just having a good defensive game within their minutes that they had, yeah. everybody celebrating it. And that that's that's a, that's the culture that we have at Texas Tech. Right. Basketball. Yeah. I was talking with a friend yesterday that was kind of discussing that a little bit. How. You know, somebody gets frustrated, or or there's fouls called that probably should have gone the other way, and you don't see that griping to the refs, and you know, or the or the blowups and that kind of stuff. On to the next. Yeah, and you you see it in the other teams, you know, when you're playing them, but and that's what separates us. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Jalen, last word is yours. What do you want to leave Red Raider Nation with? Um. I would like to leave y'all with the word, with the not the word, but just in the back of your mind, know God is with you. That's the one thing I want to leave you with. He can open so much doors for you. Just, just follow his path. He's going to give it to you. Whether you're a Christian or not, you know, he's always going to be there for you. And that's the one thing I want to leave y'all with. Just keep God with you, within your path, on bad days, on good days. Just have them with you. Boom. Boom. That, that's, and hey, it's Easter weekend yeah. when we're recording this. So, so what a, what a good time for that word. Great message. Great time. Jalen, thanks, man. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. I mean, the, uh, again, the passion, the fire, uh, the, the ability to get us pumped up. I mean, I feel like you're a good <laughs> pump up guy, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and, that, and it's not I, fake. I get that a lot. Um, my personality is kind of like my mom tells me all the time, like you might be a pain in the butt sometimes, but your personality, <laughs> like you just can't hate it, you know. And my mom tells me all the time. But, um, yeah, well, it's, it's contagious. It is contagious. And that's and, a good thing. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, I, that's one of my qualities that God gave me. Absolutely. Well, and, and it'll be fun to see that personality shine out on the court. Oh yeah, well, this you'll, year you'll you'll definitely see me smile a lot. <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm so excited to to release this to Red Raider Nation again, so that that people that don't know you get to know who you are off the court and the expectations on the court. And I think this is one of the cool things about the fact that you guys are so willing to come and talk to us is is you know we we know the guy on the court. And we don't always know the guy off the court. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the guy off the court is the more important guy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, man, Red Raider Nation supports you 100%. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we love that that natty ex, uh, expectation. Oh, yeah. We're going to get us one for sure. 
man, we'll, we'll be there. <laughs> we'll be there no matter what. Uh, you're going to take Lubbock by storm. Mm-hmm. Texas Tech by storm. And, and Guns Up Nation is is behind you 100%. Thank Definitely. you. I, it's, it's all God. That's all I can say, you know. Put me around people like these two men right here. You know, coach staff, everybody in Lubbock. Like, not too many people get this. Man, that. And I'm just blessed to be a part of it. Absolutely. Awesome. This has been the Guns Up Nation podcast. See you on the next one, Red Raider Nation. Wreck them.